If you start a list of Portland cliches, pretty soon you're going to get to tattoos. I mean, I get it. Most of my friends have them. I even have one. And Portland actually has the fifth highest tattoo shops per capita in the country. So yeah, tattoos are a bit ingrained in our city's everyday culture. But like most subcultures, there are unspoken rules, etiquette, if you will, of how to behave in a tattoo shop when you're getting work done. So today on CityCast Portland, I'm talking with Toby Linwood. He's a tattoo artist and owner of Tattoo 34, a shop on Southeast Hawthorne. Toby is also the guy that gave me my first and only tattoo. So if you're thinking about getting inked in Portland, we've put together a bit of a walkthrough of what to expect. It's Wednesday, February 14th. I'm Claudia Meza, and this is what Portland's talking about. Do you want to see the tattoo that you gave me? Do you just want to see how it's aged? Yeah, let's check it out. Oh, yeah, it looks good from here. Yeah. I'd love to see it in person when we can get together. Well, I actually invited you on to book my next appointment. Uh, I know that you're booked forever now because you're like a really big tattoo guy. Um, <laughs> anyhow, Toby, what is it about the culture here that makes tattooing so popular? Uh, that's a good question. I mean, I think Portland is kind of always been an art town and there's like the keep Portland weird sign. And that I don't know, for me, the great skies all winter long get kind of depressing and <laughs> anything to, to make you a little bit more cheery helps. Could I give you my, my theory? Sure. Let's hear it. We're a pork town. I feel like yeah. most of the population here has always had a high percentage of tattoos because of sailors and more working class folks. And sure. I think your reason makes a lot of sense. But that's I've always thought that. I was like, oh, we're just like a bunch of like remnants of gnarly sailors. Yeah, of course we love tattoos, you know? <laughs> I think that's definitely part of it, for sure. Another unique aspect about like Oregon's tattoo culture is that it's one of the only places that you actually have to go to tattoo school. Like... I, I feel like we're not messing around. Like, we're just like, no, no bad tattoos. Um, but I mean, I still see a lot of bad tattoos out there. So, like, how do you think the school aspect changes our scene? Oh, yeah. I mean, I think there's plenty of terrible tattoos out there. <laughs> and, you know, what happens here in Portland is people will go to tattoo school and there's kind of an entitlement behind that. They'll, they'll graduate and they're like, oh, I'm ready to tattoo. And I don't think the tattoo schools really prepare people for tattooing. A lot of the time, um, you're still super fresh and super new and have so much to learn. And then, uh, you know, these, these people will graduate from tattoo school, can't get a job in an existing decent shop and so they'll open their own oh no <laughs> without yeah. experience yeah that happens all the time oh wow and portland's filled with like a ton of of private studio spaces where they're kind of working alone and not um gaining that experience from older more experienced tattooers or even even a peer community yeah well, for those thinking about getting a first or new tattoo, uh, what's your advice on how to choose an artist? 
really do your research. Mm-hmm. Ton of artists do a ton of things, and people will ask us to do things that are like not remotely our style. And um, you know, some people will say yes because they need the work, and some people will pass, and people will end up getting a tattoo that they, <laughs> that they weren't ready for, maybe. Yeah. Like, how do you get what you actually want? Because I know, you know, when you tattooed me, it was kind of a collaboration. Like you already had an idea and I had an idea and I had a much worse idea. You had to be like, no, this is why that's not going to work. <laughs> <You know? laughs> yeah. But I remember that. And you were so gentle about guiding the vision of it. And it's still mm-hmm. like held what I wanted from it you know and i i'm just curious like how do you get that like how do you know that even if you love their art and they're just going to be total dicks to you you know yeah i mean that's a tough one because you know like any relationship you can find out you know working with people is not going to work out you know and i think you know it's never too late to back out and and say you know hey this is just not in line with what I'm looking for and the energies with you is not how I, I, I want it to be. And that's totally okay. Mm-hmm. After you put a deposit down, no chances are, you know, that's it. You're not getting money back. Um, a lot of shops, um, if they're not private studio spaces or collectives, you can go in and hang out and feel the energy and go sit in the shop and look at the artwork and, you know, check out portfolios and, you know. That's a really good idea, actually, because like I didn't know how how much it was a bit like therapy. Mm-hmm. Like when we did this, it took hours, you know, and it was yeah. and it was fun. But the thing is, I had known you beforehand and we had already been talking. And so I chose you because I was like, oh, I can hang with this guy for hours. But had I not known that going in, it would have yeah. been kind of awkward and like, oh, hello. Mm, hey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that can be a, a thing for sure. Um, we have on our um, our waiver you know, like what kind of experience you want to have when you're getting tattooed. And, and there's a box you can check, like if you want to talk or if you want a sideline, like like a Lyft driver. (laughs) Yeah, That's really interesting. Yeah. Has anyone ever checked that box for you? Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, it's fine. You know, I think, I think part of it is some people when they get tattooed, they mentally want to check out, you know, Mm -hmm. and it's, and it's, not about me or the artist or anything. It's just, you know, like I'm going to go somewhere in my mind and get Mm -hmm. this tattoo and I don't want to physically be present for it. Mm. Is it like the pain you think? Like, you know, when you stub your toe and you don't want someone to be like, are you okay? And you're just like, I'm not okay. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes it's that. And sometimes, you know, like if, if, um, you know, I've done a good handful of of memorial tattoos and, you know, people are really in their mind about what they're going through. Tattooing definitely is, is, you know, there's a therapy for a lot of people in it. You know, tattooing to me has always been like a really sacred thing. Like tattooing goes way, way back. Mm -hmm. And people have been getting tattooed for thousands and thousands and thousands of years. And, And in the past, a lot of the tattooers were spiritual people of their community. And there's a part um I think for me that I really try and honor that in 
the work that I do. Yeah. I remember one of the things you asked me when you were giving me my tattoo, you were asking questions, not like questioning it, but just like, oh, you know, what's this, you know, what do you mean by this or whatever? And it was a bit, I didn't realize till afterwards, I was like, man, you just therapized me because (laughs) there was this one bit, there's, you know, my my tattoo is a hammer and there's three uh, roses and Mm -hmm. each rose is is representing a a woman in my immediate household. And I remember you you going like, well, where are you? And I just was like, what? And it just broke my mind a little. And I was just like, shut up, Toby. Keep, just keep going to work, Toby. Because it was like the first time yeah. where I was like, oh, I don't think I feel like I'm part of my f- family. And I didn't realize mm. that until that moment. I was like, I love them, but I, I've always felt so separate. I mean, I'm, I live a hundred gajillion miles away from them. You know, like, wow, I was yeah. like, oh, why God? <laughs> like, what's, <laughs> so get back to work, our boy. <laughs> 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 you don't know me. <laughs> yeah. But I pre- I appreciated that. To me, I was just like, well, this is better. This is the best like type of therapy because now I have a tattoo and it's cool. And at the end, I'm just not like, <laughs> you know what I mean? It's not like oh, I just spoke for an hour and cried or something. <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Well, let's take a quick break here. And when we come back, some do's and don'ts for your next tattoo. For people who are like, I've always wanted a tattoo and Mm -hmm. I don't know how that works because I know that was me for a while. Um, Yeah. What is your list of your tattoo do's and don'ts? Well, uh, it goes along the lines of like finding, finding the right artist, right? Okay. Listen to your artist, trust them. You know, they're the ones who hopefully have all the experience uh, that that you're seeking to give you the tattoo that you want and if you come in with an attitude that you know like I'm not going to budge on this idea or this concept um then you're possibly going to miss out on on what that off- artist has to offer um mm-hmm. and and their experience and expertise and if you can't trust them, that's totally fine. Like find somebody you can. Do come in with a good attitude and like and being open to collaboration, which is I feel like, yeah, mm-hmm. I can stand by that. Like if I had been rigid with my idea, mm-hmm. my tattoo wouldn't have been as cool for sure. Sure. Yeah. What's another uh do or don't <laughs> that you can think of? Um don't come in with a ton of people first. Oh, interesting. And uh, you got to be careful on who you listen to advice from, right? If you come in with with a best friend or a spouse or something or, or a partner and they are directing your tattoo. Oh, no. Yeah. Yeah. Don't do that. You know, you I mean, that's that's a do for sure. Be able to speak up for yourself, period, when you're getting your tattoo, because if you're afraid of your tattoo artist, you can't say, hey, I, I want this. You know, like we're there doing our job and we want to give you the tattoo you want, but we also can't read your mind, you know? Yeah. Well, I remember when you were tattooing me, you had snacks, which was really cool. Like, I feel like I was eating your children's snacks. So thank you for that. <laughs> um, it was like peanut butter granola from Costco. I remember yeah. That. Yeah. It was super good. <laughs> That's my go-to. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Can people bring their own snacks? Are there certain things that you're like, please don't bring that to eat while you're getting a tattoo? Like, could I bring a bag of soup? And from the bag, eat it with a straw while I'm getting a tattoo? Or do you think that no. will be messy? And Yeah, yeah. No, uh, there's really no, like, food in the tattoo space. 
you know, like a light snack, but yeah, like you don't not you don't eat a bag of chips and <laughs> dropping crumbs all over your fresh tattoo. It's a bad idea. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um you can bring anything you want, but hopefully your artist will give you the space to take a snack break or lunch break or food break or whatever. That makes sense. So maybe I won't have to bring my bag of soup. Um no. what's the worst tattoo that you've ever been asked to do? You don't have to call them out. I'm just curious. Um, it, it goes back to just someone being really rigid uh, with their concept. Um, somebody wanted this graffiti piece of their girlfriend's name down the shin. And uh, they were like, yeah, you can redraw it. And I redrew it. And it just, I don't know. Neither one of us, I think, were happy at that. Oh, man. Oh. <laughs> uh my question was more like, oh, what's the worst thing that you like? You're like, oh, I hate this. I have to do it. But I love that you pick something that you're like, yeah, I didn't like it either. <laughs> like, yeah. I, I didn't like my work in it either. <laughs> no. Yeah, it was, it was, it was rough. Oh, poor guy. Uh, yeah. You know, uh, you said that some of your clients have told you the more they get tattooed, the more they feel like they're becoming themselves. Mm -hmm. Could you tell me a little bit about like some of the pieces you've done like that have evoked that from someone where they're just like, I feel more yeah. complete. Yeah, I'd love to hear a story. Yeah, I'm working on this piece, uh, but it's this large like ornamental kind of neo-tribal um we started with one sleeve and we're working across the chest and now we're going down the other arm and I think it's going to become a full body suit, I hope. But uh, the person's told me it feels like their armor and it's like you you put on like a football pads and gear or whatever and you're protected and you're stronger and you can't get hurt. Like mm -hmm. I imagine if you put on your favorite outfit and you're ready to go out on the town and yeah. Just a bit of confidence. Yeah. Like that boost of like, yeah, I got this. I could see that. Yeah. I might have already asked you this in like previous conversations, uh, but what was your first tattoo? <laughs> oh, that's embarrassing. Um, was it Calvin and Hobbes? No, no, no. I was, I think, 14. And um, I, I took a thumbtack and some Bic ink. Oh, and um, I started <laughs> tattooing my initials on my forearm. And like, I got like one letter mostly done. And I'm like, why am I doing this? Oh, no. I'm never going to forget what my initials <laughs> are. <laughs> oh, my God. It was like, you know, when you're you're kind of like scribbling on a desk. You basically were the desk. Yeah. You're, yeah, you're just like, Toby was here. And you're like, fuck, that's my arm. <laughs> yeah. <Why>? Yeah. <laughs> Like, uh, yeah, my second one was my, um, I was going to put my son's name on my chest and I had my friend start it and, um, it, it's awful. <laughs> <laughs> we, we got as far as the M and we were like, okay, we're done. <laughs> yeah. That's so fun. Do you still have like a, a half finished M on your chest? Uh, it's under there. It's probably covered up, you know, but I'm sure you can see part of it. You can still see part of the, the, my initials too, that are in there. It didn't <laughs> stick well. <laughs> if you had to pick uh, a tattoo for me, this is so silly, but I'm just curious. Like if you're just like, ah, oh, this is your next tattoo. Like what would I get? Oh, we'd have to talk about that over lunch or something. Figure it out. Oh man. <laughs> yeah. I have, I couldn't just throw something out there. We, we're, we both were at when I tattooed you last time. 
Mm-hmm. We're whole different people now. I so, know it's true. Yeah. Why? Like we've said, a long time has passed. <laughs> I know. Well, yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I'm going to definitely book some time with you. Cool. Thank you so much for, for being here. And I, I appreciate your time. Yeah, thank you very much. And now for your microdose of news. Willamette Week reports the Luminary Monthly Hip Hop Concert Series, The Thesis, is severing the relationship with our long-standing venue, Kelly's Olympian. The producers of The Thesis cited the owner's support of City Commissioner Renee Gonzalez among their reasons for leaving. The Thesis has been showcasing rising Portland rappers since 2014 and is one of the very few outlets for Portland's emerging hip-hop scene. Organizers say the showcase will return in March, and while they haven't decided where, multiple venues have already offered to host them. And a blast from the past, a Central Oregon cat has died after contracting the bubonic plague, presumably from contact with a mouse, rat, squirrel, or a 14th century European. The owner of the cat now unfortunately has the state's first human case of the bubonic plague in eight years, but is being treated. Antibiotics are effective if the disease is caught early enough, so here's to a speedy recovery. For even more local news and events, sign up for our daily newsletter, Hey Portland. We'll throw a link in the show notes. Well, that's all for today here on CityCast Portland. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back tomorrow morning with more from around the city. Until then, see you at Slim's.